The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. This show brought to you by Jersey Ninja. New items added weekly, superior quality products, excellent selection, competitive pricing, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That's Jersey Ninja at jerseyninja.com. Your source for great quality hockey jerseys and performance wear products. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're... Time well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am cruel. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And there's Friday. I mean, Thursday. <laughs> Friday. Yeah. Friday's a guy. That's the other one. Thursday's a girl. Right. Uh, welcome <laughs> to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the intrepid duo yet again. Right. Um, yet again. It is Kylan and Mike. Eric, uh, well, he got a little bit of the Hydra crud. Mm-hmm. Told him he shouldn't have gone in and eaten what was supposedly calamari when it was actually Hydra. <laughs> yeah, that's a no-no, but he did. So, yep. Never trust the calamari. I, no. No, that no, don't. No matter what they tell you, don't do it. If the calamari looks like it had two heads, leave it alone. It's not calamari. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Just absolutely saying. Well, you know. So, Um, check out the homepage, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Support our affiliates such as Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off all your Bluetooth speaker needs. Wookie at Rebel Sabers for 10% off all your lightsaber needs. 
Wookie Radio at hangar-58.com for all your performance wear. Smuggler 3 at Red Flag Workshop. They got some great new mm-hmm. patches coming coming out and some new key rings. Uh, speaking of key rings, I've got a, I have a preview of what the new ones are. Check this yeah. out. The Boba Fett Slave 1. Oh, sweet. Looks great. Django Fett Slave 1. Ooh. Of course, they say remove before flight on the other side. Right. And out of this batch, one of my favorites, the Y-Wing. Ah, oh, finally, the Y-Wing gets some love. I absolutely love you know? Y-Wing. That one turned out great. There's also the, uh, from the Clone Wars era, the Republic Star Cruiser. Okay. Which is the precursor to the Imperial Star Destroyer. Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah. Um... And also to check out Jersey Ninja. They've got some great hoodies, basketball shirts, hockey jerseys, basketball jerseys, performance wear, etc. Check them out. Uh, you heard them at the start of our show. Uh, that's jerseyninja.com. Use code WeBeGeeks for 10% off your purchase from there. So, we know Eric's a bit under the weather, but I'm going to ask. How are you doing, sir? I, I'm doing all right, man. It's, uh, you know, uh, actually, it, it, the weather's getting weird here now because it's not, we, we've gone from winter to what is pseudo fall. I mean, well, pseudo fall, pseudo spring. And like, I mean, we actually hit around 50 today. So it's just been wow. weird. But still, but it's Northeast Ohio and it's, February. Yeah. So somewhere in there, we're going to get slammed because we always do. I remember. So yeah. this is it's going to be weird. Say Ohio. Mm-hmm. My grandmother. Ohio. My grandmother used to live in Ohio. We've talked about right. this before. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of show. And we kind of found that odd point with, with you and, and Ken. How, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of know the area a little bit. It's been a right. long, it's been a long while since I've been, but uh, it's been 25 years since I've been there. Almost 26. Actually, it's been 20. Wow. It's been 26 years since I've been up Kent. Because it was around this time that my grandmother passed away. That I had my interview with Disney. My grandmother passed away. We went up for the funeral, and I got the phone call while I was up there saying I've been hired. I'm like, cool. I can't start next week like you want because I'm up in Ohio dealing with my grandmother's passing. Right. He goes, that's okay. I can't, I can't get you greenlit to start next week either because, well, my daughter's got to have an emergency procedure and, and I'm tied away with that. So can you start on this day? Yeah, cool. Here's my email. Just send me what I need to do. <laughs> that day that I started, uh, as we're recording, is February 2nd, Groundhog's Day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow wow. will be 26 years. And just like Groundhog's Day, it's like I wake up and it repeats all over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to say, like, you know, uh, um, or, you know, if you want to keep it Ohio, punks uh, the Buckeye, Buckeye Chuck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, which, you know. Well, I, 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 I'm still, I'm still a Pakistani Phil. Uh, I'm a Pakistani Phil guy, guy because, as well. 
you know, that, that's what I grew up with, you know. And now there are a lot of people here that that's all about Buckeye Chuck. So, um, so tomorrow will be the day, <laughs> you know, for that. So well, here, here's the fun one with with me. Uh, one, I used to live near Puxatawney, Pennsylvania, when I lived in New York. So yeah, right, okay. Um, which is cool. Uh, really, really, you know, I, I've been through there, I think once or twice, uh, obviously not during this time of year and we were there right. later in the year. Um, but you know, I, I had a blast with it, with that area, but with my work anniversary being on the second, I was, mm-hmm. I actually, I got the call around the twenty. Oh, wow. It was on the 29th. I got the call saying, hey, February 2nd, you got traditions. No, 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 no. I got that wrong. I had my traditions day on the on the 2nd. On the 3rd, I get a phone mm-hmm. call saying, hey, can you come to studios, come to work on at studios on, on the 4th for your first day orientation here? Well, yeah, cool. Just out of curiosity, where am I starting? They go, hunchback. And I laughed because at the time, I happened to be watching the, the VHS of hunchback on tv because that was <laughs> that was the movie that uh was playing in new orleans doing their world premiere when my wife and i got married when melissa and i got married so hunchback's got a soft spot oh. i have a soft spot for hunchback big time <laughs> uh, just like i love uh black cauldron probably my right. my top two disney animated films is black cauldron and hunchback without a doubt without a doubt okay i mean easily people go Favorite animated films, Black Cauldron and Hunchback. I could I could say that without dropping a beat. Hmm. I I could say that before you finish the word animation. <laughs> What's your favorite mm-hmm. anime? Hunchback Black Cauldron. Of course, Black Cauldron's the only animated film to be rated PG thirteen. That's true too. So it is the only Disney animated film to be rated PG thirteen. And I remember uh I remember when the movie came out that like family groups were kind of going off over it, you know? <laughs> oh, when, when Melissa and I went and saw, when we, when we went and saw Lion King, we're leaving. Oh, I can't believe they killed Simba like, or they killed Mufasa like that. My kids are going to be traumatized. I'm going to have to get them in therapy. And I'm, all of a sudden, Melissa and I are looking at each other. And it's like, okay, what about Bambi? Bambi watches his mom get blown away. What about? Yeah. Sorry if this is too, this part is too graphic for the younger field agents, but reality here, I mean, it's, I, I don't sugarcoat things. Um, I mean, Lion King was one of my niece's favorite movies, and she dealt with mm-hmm. the death with no problem when she was two or three. And when right. She, I mean, my, my sister-in-law went through like four copies of that VHS because that's how much my, <laughs> my niece went through it. Um, Snow White. There's a young girl sleeping with seven old men. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Enough said there. I mean, I touch, I'm not <laughs> touching that one. That's why I said enough there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, yeah. you want to you wanna, you wanna come up with other stuff? Cool. I mean, there, there's worse Sleeping things. Sleeping beauty, drug overdose. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, in a sense, Snow if White, we, drug if overdose. You want that's true, yeah. Cinderella. Cinderella was child slavery. Yeah. I mean, all these are based on the old 
fairy tales and nursery rhymes from back, you know, from, uh, oh, not Aesop. Not the Grimm's. Yes, the Grimm's. The Grimm fairy Was tales. The Grimm's? Stuff like that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and other, and other things around that same time yeah, period. Those, right, were, right, right, those right. weren't pleasant stories if you read the actual story. They no, weren't pleasant they were not. at all. No. no, they were cautionary tales. <laughs> cautionary tales are never uh, pleasant. It, it's just like... You know? Just like kosher law in in Islam and Judaism was created Mm. because there was no way of preserving the various meats and whatnot and preparing them Right. right back in the day wasn't possible. So it was just easier to say you eat you eat this steak with with cheese on it. God will smite you. A lot easier to say that than same person coming down. You eat this with with this, you're gonna grow sick and die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I'll take my chance. God will smite you. Ooh, whoa. Okay. No, well, back in the day, it was all right. Cool. Right. Right. So, right, right. I mean, cautionary tales. It's history, folks. I, I'm not mm-hmm. making things up. It's history. Technology advanced. Kashrut law, while still practiced, is not a necessary thing anymore. No. Unless you're no. in an area like the deep bank jungles of Madripoor where nothing's available. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to mix milk and cheese, meat and cheese because I have no way of preserving either or and I'm going to get sick. That's true. So if I'm on a deserted, deserted island by myself, uh, well, yeah, you better believe I'll be keeping kosher. <laughs> Just because. That's what the that's what it dictates. So, um, but I forgot where we were going. This is a fine example of a tangent. <laughs> but good news. Uh, I had my. We ta- I don't know what we were talking about. Well, who cares at this point? Uh, right, right, right. I had my 25th. Or I had my, my service celebration at work where I got to celebrate my 25th anniversary. Uh, it was Melissa and I. We were at Magic Kingdom. Got, got pictures with a variety of characters who you normally don't see in the park, like Lewis, Alligator from Tiana, or from uh, Princess and the Frog. Oh, cool. Wally, uh, Dumbledore, McGonagall. I mean, wait, 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 sorry. Merlin and mm-hmm. the Fairy Godmother. Actually got to see Merlin. Cool. That was cool. Rapunzel and Eugene, a.k.a. Flynn Rider. Um, Mulan and Shang, Cinderella and Prince Charming. So, yeah, I got to see quite a few that I see. I get to see Mulan off and on, get to see Cinderella off and on. But to see Cinderella and Prince Charming together doesn't happen often. Shang, you rarely see him. So it was very cool to see Shang. I was more excited. I was I was Cinderella. Prince Charming was cool because, well, Melissa and I had a Cinderella themed wedding, so to speak. Our decor was Cinderella themed at the wedding reception. But I was more excited about Mulan Mulan and Shang because, well, one, I helped open the Mulan parade at studios. And two, you just don't see Shang that much. No, no. And it it, it was just so awesome to see him. It was so awesome. Uh, And then Wednesday, I got the all clear from my doctor to be weight bearing, but I still have to keep my boot on. So I can can walk now. I can't drive because it's still my right foot, but I can walk. I don't have to use a knee scooter. I can actually put weight on it and walk. So I, I'm happy. So, so does this mean work uh, going back to work soon or no, because I can't drive? Oh, okay. Well then I, I still can't drive gotcha. yet. I wish I could drive, but I can't drive yet, hmm. uh, but it's okay. And believe me, the company's not going to pay for me to, to come pick me up and, and take me home. That's not happening. I can promise you that. So, um, so yeah, but progress is progress. No matter how, how, 
how small of the progress it is. It's progress. Mm. So, um, but I, I will say the last two days being able to walk, even not overdoing it, it's exhausting. <laughs> Cause I've been, I've been able to put some weight on my heel. I was allowed to put some weight on my heel walking around, right? but not full weight until yesterday. So I was like, okay, so, cool. Uh, are you just walk, walking a little bit around the house and then like increasing as the day goes? Um, no, I, I'm more, I've been more gutsy to leave the house and, and go like today. Uh, I had my mom pick me up and take me to the grocery store Okay, and to go pick up some medication from the pharmacy. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was able to do it. I was comfortable, but it's like, you sit down, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I was tiring. <laughs> you don't feel it at the time, but the moment you sit down, it's like, yeah, that was exhausting. Right, right, right. So, um, mm. let's get into some stories, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. We like story. Uh, first up, we're going to hit some collectibles. Is That's the type of thing we do. Talk collects. Massive Lego Avengers Tower set. I mean, this thing's huge. 5,201 pieces. Stands 35 inches tall, making it the largest, or no, the tallest Lego brick-built skyscraper ever. Comes with 31 minifigs, including the very first ever Kevin Feige minifig. There's a Feige minifig? There is a Feige minifig, and now... I want now knowing that that's a Marvel Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah, it is. The other Holy Grail is there is a, I believe there is a Howard the Duck minifig. What? Check. They go Wikipedia. Is that a a Quinjet? Um, it's a mini Quinjet. Yeah. Wow. Um. So yeah, this this thing's amazing. It looks um, great though. So right now, if you order it on Lego.com, you can take advantage of the freebies and VIP points that they offer. $499. Mm. But, okay, so it's still $49.99 on, on Amazon at the moment. But I want to say it, it used to be a bit more. Or no, 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 no. I misread this or misinterpreted this in my head. I thought it was on sale, thinking reduced price. No, it's on sale. It's available to buy. Um but this has got, ah. come on. If Dude. you buy this through Lego.com, you get 3,250 insider points. Insider is the old VIP program. You get two Captain Americas with this. <laughs> yep, one with hair and one without hair. You get two different Iron Mans, too. Yeah, but I mean, the, the there's one Captain America that is holding uh, a Chitauri staff. And the other Captain America is on the ground, and the other, and that Captain America, and he's face down on the ground. And you know what Steve says in that scene? Yep. I I cannot believe. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. There are there's a a damaged Ultron droid. Uh, one, two, three, four Chitauri warriors, three Shield agents. Hey, it's almost us. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Almost, yeah. That may have been a younger us. I may have to try to find these three now too. This is us with riot gear. Um, yeah. 
War Machine, Fury, Hawkeye, Widow, uh, Plain Clothes, Tony, Thor, Ant-Man, Wasp. Uh, I do not recognize this other guy. Falcon, Vision, Wanda, Loki, Bruce, Hulk. Ant-Man is one of the minis, mini minis. Uh, the Doctor who creates Vision. Um, this one in the blue blue vest. I do a red vest. In the red vest. Hold on. I wish there was a way I could. I don't know who the one in the red vest is. And that's a. Red vest, on. blue legs, blue arms. Spider Man. No. I bet you anything that's. No, it's uh, not Spider Man. That's Peter. And his old, huh? It's not? It's not. But there's Spiggy. There's Spiggy. Uh, specs. Oh, it's Wong. Wong. There you go, Wong. It's Wong. But. <laughs> On Lego.com, you can see Kevin Feige. I want the Feige figure. <laughs> I want the Feige figure. This set's amazing. It is. I just have no place to put it, and I just don't know if I would have the patience to build it. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I would have the patience to build it. I just don't have the place for it. I don't. Yeah, I don't have a place for it, so. Plus, I don't have the cash for it. But I will go looking for these minifigs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I will pay the price for them aftermarket on eBay. Mm. Especially to get Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, the Captain Americas, there's not much difference between them at all. It's just the head. It's just the heads that are different. No. Heads and, acce- and the head accessories. Right. Shield agents I do want to get, though. Yes. I mean, I love the shield agents that... Uh, Eric did for us with the Intrepid Trio. Right. And we need Riot Gear Shield Agent stuff, too. Yes. Yes, we do. So, uh, to continue on, Marvel Legends X-Men 69 Wave, Wave 2, are actually up for pre-order. So, go over to uh, Entertainment Earth or on Amazon, and I believe they will also be available on Hasbro Pulse. But you have... Marvel series, X-Men 97, Magneto. These are all from the upcoming uh, X-Men 97 series on Disney+. Plus. Yes. Nightcrawler, which I love the pose they have him in. Jean mm-hmm. Grey. Mm-hmm. Cyclops. The yep. Executioner. He looks cool. He does, yeah. I, I like that one. And... The Goblin Queen. She's not bad. Mm-hmm. No, no, she looks great. Nightcrawler looks great. Uh, Jean and Scott look okay. It's Jean and Scott. It's that the Executioner looks awesome. Magneto, I, I don't know. It's not the classic look of Magneto. No, I, 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 you know, the thing is, I'm pretty sure they're wanting to not have well, I guess have different villains and they want to go with Magneto being misunderstood as opposed to being a bad guy. So, yeah. But out of the set, I, I would definitely consider Nightcrawler and Executioner mm-hmm. definitely on my list. He just, right. that just looks, I mean, I enjoy watching the series. I enjoyed watching the movie. Well, the first film, the first trilogy of films, first class I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Days of future past, present, whatever. Yeah. Apocaflop. <laughs> yeah. No. In, in no. dark, in dark turd. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I did. I, I, I never, I didn't see that one. I, 
I know that I went to see Apocaflop. I don't remember much about it. I just don't. The, the biggest and thing Days of Future Past, I think I'll be out. The biggest thing that we talked about with uh, Apocaflop is Apocalypse. Just did not look right. Yeah. No, no problem no, with no. No, no problem with uh, Isaac's Oscar Isaac's playing the role. Mm-mm. Just wasn't the makeup was not done. No, it wasn't. No, it didn't. It didn't look right. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I mean, the figures do look great. I just know my money. I know which two I would after. I'm I would be down to two. But definitely, if money was no object, I would definitely buy one. Mm-hmm. That's the execution. Right. Because it just looks awesome. I just, you know, I would love for Nightcrawler to come with a sword. I don't know yeah. why I just want him to come with a sword. Pretty sure he doesn't, but... Um... Now... Marvel, we're going to hit some comic news next. Marvel teases the relaunch of the 2099 line. Okay. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't see why not. Because, I mean, we got Spider-Man 2099 as one of the main characters in the second animated Spider-Man film. Right. As you were saying before show, he's in Marvel Snap. Right. Um... It's to get a new, you know, with a revival being on the horizon, uh, 2022 marked the 30th anniversary of Marvel's 2029 or 2099 imprint with a new Spider-Man 2099 series, uh, leading the charge from writer Steve Orlando. Uh, He would later follow up with Spider-Man 2099 Dark Genesis and Miguel O'Hara Spider-Man 2099. Uh which the latter released its final issue this week. So, at the moment, Marvel doesn't have any plans for Spider-Man 2099 or the 2099 universe moving forward. Or does that mean they don't have any plans? Well, luckily, readers got their first clue on the final page of the Spider-Man of Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099's latest series. Mm Mm-hmm. All it says is on the final page coming summer 2024, 2099. <laughs> now, Steve Orlando talks about new Marvel monsters in the 2099 universe, um, such as Exodus. Uh, well, Exodus was a, was a cosmic scale blockbuster. Our Genesis was a street level event. Um, now we have a series inspired by the raw, rich, and brutal era of Marvel horror that we saw in the 90s. Extreme horror, the times in which Scare- Scarecrow was holding off Ghost Rider with human shields and the Darkhold Redeemers were holding the door back against chaos. That's when 2099 debuted as well. So bringing that feel to Marvel's cyberpunk future only felt right. Right. Uh, it remains to be seen whether Marvel's plans for 2099 Universe involves another series starring 2099 or an event series that can bring all of the old and new characters together. We'll have to wait until summer 2024 solicits roll around to see you publish what the publisher is cooking up. 
but to continue on. Oh, actually, before we continue <laughs> on, your thoughts on all that. Yeah, so, you know, I was a huge fan of the 2099 universe. I, I, I just was. Um, I didn't like everything that was done with it, but I liked I liked most of it. Um, obviously, uh, no, Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, all about that. Uh, I, I really was into Punisher 2099. Um and I do believe there was like Ravage 2099. It seemed like there was an X-Men 2099. I didn't get into those, into those books uh, as much because it seemed like those were definitely darker. Um, I, I wonder if Marvel, maybe they're starting to t- make a turn here. Because we, we know they're bringing back the Ultimate Universe. Right. So if they're bringing back the Ultimate Universe and they're bringing back the 2099 Universe, are they looking to maybe diversify their the, the fan base by, you know, giving people different experiences in the Marvel Universe? You know, if so, I think that'd be great. Um, but I wonder if that's what the plan is here. Quite possible. You know, so I mean, and there's plenty of characters that they could expand into the 2099 universe, besides what they did with the the first the first time around with this. And I keep thinking that there was a Daredevil 2099 book, or it might have been a one shot or something, or he might have shown up. So I mean, they, there's plenty of ways that they could go with this. And I just had a chance That's to look like, up. Uh, there was not a Howard the Duck Lego minifig. One that was oh, created. Sorry. No, the one that was created was a custom. It was a uh, Donald Duck head on a uh, on a uh, on a suit body. Sorry, dude. No, I I just know it's possible to make though. Right. Yeah, you know, do a custom one. I'm down with that. I mean, you, you could, uh, it could be a pleasant surprise for you, too. You know, yeah. if, if maybe somebody out there, you know, who, who has, you know, certain skills, maybe they're, they're working on a Howard the Duck for you. And then next thing you know, you look in your mailbox and boom, there it is. And if it that's could the, happen. If that's the case, you can reach out to me or reach out to us at MightyMarvelGeeks at gmail.com. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. gmail.com. Email us. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I would, I would love a Howard Duck. <laughs> I know I've seen there, 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 there has to be. I, I know I've seen the customs. I, you know, I, I thought there was one that was a, a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. But, but Wikipedia. Really? Huh. But Wikipedia. Uh, the Lego Wikipedia has no mention of Howard the Duck. Hmm. But there are some Lego, or there are some Funko Pops of Howard. That I want to... Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if it's to the detriment of the show or not, but man. Uh-oh. I, you, you guys know, oh, there's a Marvel Minimates of Howard. Mm. Um, there is? There is. There's the Marvel Legends Hasbro loose figure. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm <laughs> saving these in my wish list on Amazon or on uh, eBay. <laughs> Y'all should know. Oh, you and Eric well. know. You and Eric both know. And 
and any longtime field agent knows, I'm a huge, mm-hmm. huge mark for Howard. The Duck. Oh, absolutely. Huge, huge mark for Howard. The Duck. It doesn't, no one gets, oh, okay. Somebody has on eBay, <laughs> Howard the Ducks movie driver's license screen accurate. Yeah. I'm interested in oh, that Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Anything that, that's a, rep, a prop replica from the film? Of course. There's a hero's click. <laughs> Goes on the list. Yeah, I, I'm a huge, huge mark uh, of Howard the Duck. Yep. I think if there, if there were, if there was a box of Howard the Duck Lego waffles, you would you would buy them and not even open them. Possibly. But I did just find a vintage Howard the Duck 7-Eleven glass from 1977 Marvel Comics Group. That's when glasses were glass glass. You you know what I have from that? I have the Shang-Chi one. Uh, Somebody from my comic shop found it, held on to it, and gave it to me. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. on here the Marvel Legends Howard the Duck. It's not Marvel Legends. It's back when Toy Biz had it. Uh, it was the yeah. Howard the Duck that came action figure that came with the Silver Surfer. <laughs> yep, want that one too. Oh boy! I mean, I, I have <laughs> I I have two dubs of Howard, one in the box and one loose. Because I, I still had some credit left at my one comic at, at one comic shop that I go to from when I sold some stuff to them. Right. And I, I didn't want to have leave credit on the books. I'm like, tell you what, you know, right. they originally wanted one price. I'm like, to take me to a zero balance, I'll take the loose Howard. And my wife and daughter, Melissa <laughs> and Zoe, are both like, you would, wouldn't you? I'm like, yes, he's loose. He's in there by himself. Can't do that to Howard. I saw him. He's got to come home. Guy goes, since you're that big of a fan, and I know you're that big of a fan, it's a done deal. Go get him, <laughs> take him home. So. Was he in decent condition at least? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great condition. So, um, or I go down that rabbit. Uh huh. There are nine pages on eBay of Howard the Duck. But getting back, Marvel Comics going to introduce Storm and Black Panthers around children. I think it's awesome. Uh, it was the wedding of the century. Oro Monroe, a.k.a. Storm, and King Ch- T'Challa, a.k.a. Black Panther, were married as king and queen back in 2006's Black Panther 18. Their romance was decades in the making. The future royal couple met when T'Challa, then a warrior prince from Wakanda, rescued the mutant wind rider from an American poacher. Uh, it would be years before Storm and T'Challa's romance would blossom again. Their wedding, a, moment, a momentous occasion, as it was observed by the Watcher. Right. So, um, what's coming? Titled, The World is Not Ready, a story from Cherie Renee Thomas and artist Julian Shaw. is set years from now. An older T'Challa is Baba, five-year-old twins, a girl, Zalika, and a boy, Tafuma. And T'Challa's superpowered grandchildren proved to be a handful, even for the Dora Maji, with T'Challa remarking that they're worse than he was with his sister Shuri. As members of the royal family, it is their duty to respect each other. I couldn't imagine 
Uh, and so- on top of that, they're, they're, they're on top of that, they're mutants too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so wow. then he tells the grandkids a bedtime story about how Storm and T'Challa met, fell in love, married, for, formed a team with Shuri, Sam Wilson's Captain America, Misty Knight, and Luke Cage. Broke up and then reunited. It's reunited and it feels so good. All right, never mind. Um, sometimes no. we fight the ones we love most, but in the end, when all else fails, all we have are family and friends. So. Um, but you know, you know, I did pick up the book. The, this is the uh, Marvel Voices Legends number one anthology, and it's on sale now at yeah. Marvel Comics at your local comics comic shop. Mm. Um, now Catherine Newton breaks the silence on long-awaited MCU team-up movie, mm-hmm. aka Young Avengers. Yeah. Um, how will she get in trouble for this? Who knows? Um, you know, this has been a fan favorite team that we've been, it's been teased in most of phase four, even a little bit here in phase five. And although a Mar- young Avengers project has yet to be officially announced, uh, the final scene of the recent film, the event, uh, the Marvels, which comes to Disney plus February 7th, it's next week, a day mm-hmm. after Halo on Paramount plus releases. Which I love that series too. That's all why I brought it up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but, uh, in a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Cassie Lang actress Catherine Newton reacted to the Marvel's tease for Young Avengers re- and revealed she's excited by the prospect of returning to the MCU for that project. Um, oh. She goes, I did. I heard through the Quantum Realm birdies, Newton explained. I heard there was a cool tag, and I was pretty excited to see that and hear that. <clears throat> In the Marvel Universe, you hope for the possibility of being a young Avenger you hope to be. My whole thing is I grew up watching Iron Man. I feel like I grew up with that character. So my hope for Cassie Lang has always been to grow up with my audience, be the people, be it the people who are my age and saw Ant-Man and, and Wasp Mania, or the people who are just starting to watch Marvel movies at a young age. I saw one when I was a little girl, but I still love those movies. So if I get the opportunity to continue the story, then that would be so cool to be part of a generation that's growing up with a film. It's a big part of my life. But they don't really tell you. They tell you an overall, but I don't take anything for granted. I'm just trying to get through the day. Let's finish one movie, then let's continue. But I very much also, I would very much also jump to work with Marvel students again. Mm-hmm. So the story from comicbook.com says, who will be on the MCU Young Avengers? And again, this has not been confirmed, but there have been teases about who could potentially join the group. So in addition to Kamala and Kate and Cassie, fans have theorized Billy Maximoff, Tommy Maximoff, Eli Bradley, and American Chavez. Hmm. I still think we could potentially get Amadeus Cho wasn't he teased briefly in uh, She-Hulk? I felt like he was, yeah. And Scar was teased, was, was definitely teased in She-Hulk. Right, yeah, we saw, uh, yeah, because we, we saw Scar, so. So. Um, and then 
Lashana Lynch addresses her MCU X-Men future. Of course, she appears as an alternate version of Maria Lambeau in the Marvel's post-credit scene. Uh, right. Even more shocking was the fact that she was binary in that universe. Uh, yes. Lynch says she was aware she was going to play Rambo again before the movie got going. However, she's not at liberty to discuss what comes next for the mutants. It seems like Marvel Studios is gearing up for some wild times for the X-Men in the months ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, I did know going into the movie, I didn't know what would happen next. I don't know anything clearly. Every single increment of the character has been play by play. So I knew about Captain Marvel. I knew about Doctor Strange. And then I knew about the Marvels. I didn't even get the script for that. I just had those, I just had those moments. I know what you know, and that's it. Hmm. I think it's great. Keep her in as binary. Right. Let's continue this on. Now, in she was the one. It was not Monica, but it was Maria Lambo Rambo, who was Captain America or Captain Marvel in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I thought it was Monica, right? But it was Maria, right? That's right. So it's almost one of those what ifs. What if Maria went through all that and not Carol? Mm-hmm. So, and like I said before, the Marvels lands on Disney Plus on February seventh. Uh, what I ha- cannot wait. What happens when Captain Marvel team up teams up with a strange her estranged niece and number one super fan? The Marvels happens. <laughs> and I cannot wait. To watch this again. Oh no! Oh man, it's gonna be yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be fun. And they have over on Shop Disney a a saber t-shirt oh nice i, I want that so bad so bad. i mean that movie is so underrated it was so underrated and i don't know if it, it was just poor marketing on no on for the movie or what but it was so underrated you know there was a lot of things last year that ended up being so underrated yeah it, and, and it was, and you know, we, and and you know, a few of those things we talked about here, and it's just true. It's just, well, twenty twenty three, the year of the lack of marketing. Yes, <laughs> it really is. It just really is. Yes. So, I don't um, know. so yeah, and then uh, since this week, it's pretty much. Nothing but Marvel on this. Comicbook.com gives us top 10 comic books rising in value for this last week. Yeah, I I looked at that list. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) And this is going to be presented by or sponsored by Jersey Ninja, which, again, use code WeebyGeeks for 10% off over at JerseyNinja.com. So the following and it's, it's all Marvel this week. Number 10, Ultimate Spider-Man number one, costume tease number, or letter C. Um, yeah, especially with 2090, uh, Spider-Man 2099 garnering a lot of attention, uh, thanks mm-hmm. to Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, 
this has really been taken off. Uh, high sell value of $45 for a raw copy and near mint fair market value of $31. Wow. Number nine, Avengers Twilight, number one. Uh, this book marks the, the debut of James Stark, the son of Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh, while he's quite different from his father and not the and not in the best way. Uh, mm-hmm. But this time it's direct. Uh, he has his father's pandit antagonism. Uh, this time it's directly aimed at good old Cap. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex Ross dominates the cover on this one, which immediately got fans interest. $25 for a raw copy and a current near market fair value of a near mint fair market value of 20 Mm. Number eight, Ultimate Spider-Man number one, the Ryan Stegman cover. Uh, it It's the first cover appearance of Richard and May Parker. Mm. Uh, high sell of $40 for a raw copy and near market or near mint fair market value of $20. And at number seven, Spectacular uh-huh. Spider-Man number nine, the regular issue from 1977. With the hype train for Daredevil Born Again steadily rising, uh, the influx of hype for this one was the leaked set photos reportedly showing off White Tiger. White Tiger was the first Marvel character of Hispanic descent and also the first first appeared in this book. Uh, a CGC 9.4 copy tracked at 109 with a... Um, a fine fair market value of 27. Hmm. Number six, Marvel previews. Number 26, a first appearance debate is quietly brewing about this book. It's a solicitation catalog featuring the new ultimate Spider-Man on the cover. That's it. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. High sell value, $31 for a raw copy near mint, $17. If I remember right, wow. this was one that was given away free at the counters. <laughs> and my my yeah because it says free on the cover <sighs> number five ultim- I mean, go ahead i don't know no it's just that you know sometimes even though something even though a book was intended to be free and you know there ends up being something cool and awesome in it that I don't know. It's a game changer. C- I guess. C three PO number one. I paid four bucks for that cut for that book, which was which should have been a, a free comic book mm. day comic at the point it came out. Right. But it was a regular issue. But it should have been free comic book day. I say it's the most expensive free comic book day book I ever bought. Because it's at, at that point coming out almost six months after the movie or five months after the movie, it should have been a free comic book day release instead. Right, right, right. They should have just written it off and, and did that. Uh number five, Ultimate Spider Man number Number one, the J. Scott Campbell cover. Uh, he delivered some iconic covers when Renew Your Vows dropped. Uh, routinely, uh, it's that cover that this version, again, that drops on this one. Uh, tracked a high sale of a CGC 9.8 for $80. Near market or near mint fair market value, $20. Hmm. And it's like a modern take of that of the renew your vows. I uh, 
you know, the thing is, here's the thing. Like, I, and, and I have to remind myself that that may be what they say the book is going is worth. But if you walk into a comic shop with the hey, I got blah blah blah, they're not going to pay that. Eighty dollars. They're going to yeah, offer was, you. They're going to offer you thirty. And then they're going to market back. Yeah. Up. Right. Because they're only going to exactly. offer you forty percent. Yeah, it, that's that's one of those things. Like you know, when people you you hear stuff like this, and people start thinking about you no know, collecting and, and so you get rich on, on a comic. You know what? I I have a couple of books in my collection that you know they're, they're worth some money. They're worth some money, but I could not walk into my comic shop and say, "Hey, I got the, I got the first appearance of the." Of um, of the the Thunderbolts, you know, I should know that this this book is worth blah blah blah. They're gonna say, well, yeah, it is, but I'm only gonna pay you blah blah blah. And yeah, that that's the reality. Now, if you're trying to sell it on eBay, that's a different story altogether. But you know, right? Um, do you really want to do that? I really want to have fun. I found on that deep dive. On eBay, Marvel Legends mm-hmm. series action figure by Toy Biz. It's three inch Mm-mm. dupe. Uh, let me guess. At least forty bucks. Eleven ninety nine. What for dupe? For dupe. I didn't know they made dupe. <laughs> guess what's been followed? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Now, I didn't know there was a collector's vault at San Diego Comic-Con 2016 uh, Howard the Duck figure as well. Marvel Legends. I didn't either. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. This is going to get costly. You're in the future. You followed that one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> seen quite a few of them, though. Um, so, uh, to continue on, number four, X-Force number 48, John Cassidy cover. Um, it was a spoof of the recently fan-criticized Frank Miller Wolverine cover. Uh, others are not convinced that it is, uh, but a lot of people are staying out of this one, uh, speculation-wise, because of the sale. Uh, high sale, raw copy, $25, near mint, 16 hmm. Number three, Ultimate Spider-Man number one, the Marco... Keto costume tees a uh, high raw copy of $119 near mint fair market value $73 hmm. ultimate invasion number one second print by our uh, cover by RB Silva uh, this book is part of a three-headed beast currently brewing uh, chronologically it came first featuring the first cover appearance of the new ultimate spider-man and Peter Parker but it heavily flew under the radar upon release due to the underwhelming response Ultimate Invasion received. Um, <laughs> it, it's slowly losing steam, but it's been tracked to have a high sale of a raw copy at $45 and a near mint fair market value of $36. Wow. Wow. And number one, Ultimate Spider-Man number one, Mark Paquetto, regular cover, uh, high sale of $70 for a raw copy and near mint fair market value is 67. Mm. So I would say final thoughts, but I know you do have a quote unquote final thought. It's a topic that we were starting to talk about before show. And I was like, let's save it for the show. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, soapbox, on- it's soapbox time with, with uncle Kylan or actually with agent so- Kylan. Oh, man. 
to our agents here, not locals. Well, you know, uh, there's, man. Okay. So now, mind you, this is a rumor. This is a rumor. But something that had come out in the news uh, this week is uh, there's a rumor that they're bringing back Iron Fist to the MCU. Uh, but looks like they're going with the calling wing Iron Fist as opposed to Danny Rand. Now, I know that at the end of season two of Iron Fist, Colleen had had gained the Iron Fist. But you also see that um, that while Danny and his brother are traveling, that Danny still maintains the Iron Fist too. So, but if they if they're looking to focus on Colleen Wing as the Iron Fist, that means a couple of things. Um, number one, no. What th- does that mean that we're that they're going to switch that instead of the iconic team of Luke Cage and Danny Rand, Power Man and Iron Fist, that we're we're now going to get Misty Knight and Iron Fist. Um, if that's the case, and I was talking, I was talking with my wife about this. She's a big fan of the Daughters of the Dragon. I'm a big fan of Daughters of the Dragon. Uh, a big fan of Daughters of the Dragon. Um, I was excited to kind of get a tease of that. Uh, in um, I believe was that in the Defenders that that happened. I believe so. I believe it's in Defenders, right? So. But if they are, if they're wanting to move forward with, with this, that means that we're not going to get the iconic team of Danny Rand and Luke Cage. No, and, but what, what we're going to get is Misty Knight. I would think that we would get Misty Knight and Colleen Wing. And I'll be honest, I, I, I have thoughts about that because, you know, I'm the kind of person if I, you know, if I go in a steakhouse, I expect to get a steak. I'm not going to be mad that I got a steak. You know, if you give me you know, mashed potatoes and, and vegetables on the side, great. I'll eat them, but I'm there for the steak. I don't think that... Um, I don't understand why, why, um, okay, I'll put it like this. I'm a huge fan of diversity. I totally am. I'm all for it. But sometimes, you know, I feel like that when this happens, that it's not really about expanding the character or, 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 or making, certain groups more visual I feel like it's sort of just trying to make some kind of statement and I, I just don't I don't I don't I do, I'm not cool with it I, I just put it like that no if if for I would like to see the daughters of the dragon let them be the daughters of the dragon I would love to see Luke Cage and Danny Rand as Pirate Man and Iron Fist as heroes for hire I would be all for that, but I feel like that 
any 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 resemblance of what we got in the past or any type of sense of fami- familiarity from the early uh, parts of the MCU or, or the par- early parts of the Marvel Universe, those are going to get changed for right. one reason or another. Those are just going to get changed. And I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. Could this be a way of pulling Danny out of that particular role as the as the true Iron Fist, putting Colleen there and setting up Luke Cage, Misty Knight, or Luke Cage and Danny as Heroes for Hire? I mean, it, it is possible. It is it is possible you could do that. Um, I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate with that. Right. I mean, it, it is possible. I mean, because in 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 the the Marvel universe, there are several Iron Fists, and some of these Iron Fists still have their abilities. They've just passed the title on to the next one. And I, you know, I guess, you know, if if that's the case, you know, I I can be cool with that. I would eventually be cool with it. But and maybe that is what that idea is. Maybe that's what the plan is for this. But you know, to to again change what we know, what is familiar, to give us something else, to give us something different. Sometimes that's not always a good thing. You right. know. Right, but like again, I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong about this. So this is strictly my opinion, y'all. Don't you know if if you're going to be mad at anybody, be mad at me. Don't be mad at the show or whatever. This is just me speaking my thoughts. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, it, and it's perfectly fine because you know that's something that's encouraged on this show. Is you know. We don't hold back. No, no, we so. don't. I mean, I, I mean, you know me. You, you know, you, you know me. You know, I love Heroes for Hire. I love Luke Cage and and I, Luke Cage and Danny Rand. I love them like you love Howard the Duck. You know, and I don't know. Sometimes I, I just feel it's sort of like if it's the family recipe, you don't mess with it. Right. Don't judge the family recipe. It's, it's it's the family recipe for a reason, right? Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Well, outside of that, any other final thoughts? Um, no. I'm just counting down to uh to the Marvels uh hitting Disney Plus. I'm pretty sure that there's some key things that I missed, on, and that this gives me an opportunity to go back and rewatch it. I I agree. I agree. Um, well then, there's nothing else. Thursday, if you would. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? No, just time to go dark.